0: What is happening, everyone? I hope you had a fantastic Independence Day weekend. Welcome to your favorite podcast, The Garnet Eye Podcast, episode 51, brought to you by myself, your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. And today, we're gonna take a deep dive into caffeine, what you need to know about caffeine, how it can help you, how it can hurt you, how delicate of a line that is between helpful and hurtful. I think you're going to learn something inside. Episode 51, brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. We're going to see you inside. All right, you guys, I hope you had a fantastic 4th of July weekend, man. We had a really good time. Um, we went away to um, Fredericksburg mm-hmm. for the weekend, mm-hmm. which was about two hours south of uh, where I live here in Texas. Um, and Fredericksburg is really well known for like their wineries and, and, and yep. all of that. Yep. No, holy fucking shit. I've never seen that many wineries before. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, hundreds. Wineries, breweries. And dude, some of these places are absolutely bonkers they're, just they're huge huge they're I, massive i had no idea yeah and apparently there's um wineries that like like do the whole thing like you stay there yeah because like you, you drink they don't,
1: they don't want you to drink and drive Yeah,
0: but like they provide you like everything yeah like the that's the,
1: cool. the brewery i was showing you i'll Alls, i'll start yeah, yeah. It's called, a restaurant inside you can
0: stay you can all of that i mean that it's a cool. huge castle huge like place yeah wow so that's the winery very like interesting. That too yeah. yeah yeah i've never been to a winery um have you ever been to an mm-hmm. actual winery? Is, yeah. is is like can it's you tell a like difference between the wines they're making and like what you usually buy at the store? Yes, if you buy cheap wine, of course.
1: But after you have like four, yeah, you kind of just start r- trying to find the taste of the ones they have. Of course, you're not going to compare it to like your your Pinot from of course the grocery store. Of course, but. You know, you have your white, then you have like six whites and six reds. And before you know you're wasted, dude, you're going to be fucked up. Yeah, I would be fucked up. Yeah, dude. They, I think the goal Holy is to leave shit. until you yeah. leave, and they get you fucked up. And then they have you yeah. buy shit at the end. Yeah. Now they go, hey, do you want to buy these? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dude, what I, I found it really interesting in Fredericksburg, they have, um but like you can just walk around freely on Main Street, which is open container. Yeah. Open container. Yeah. Uh, you can shop, you can do everything. Yep. And like, obviously Main Street is like the main street of Fredericksburg yep, and you just like walk around uh, very liberally with your alcohol yep, and yep. uh, charge it, and, dude. Fuck. Yeah, man. According they, to the yeah. internet. <laughs> yeah. They're, they, they're banking off that. Yeah. yeah. And there's alcohol everywhere there. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Oh yeah. Like and so it's all local much. and it's all local. And I think yeah. so cool. Fredericksburg is also known for its peaches. So mm-hmm. uh funny story about the peaches. So I've always wanted to stop <laughs> one of these little peach things. On the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck doesn't love a little peach stand? Yeah. Just yeah. a little peach stand. And so like driving into Fredericksburg, like, or like honestly around Texas, there's tons of fucking peach stands. Yeah. Like tons are mm-hmm. around Austin. Yep. Yep. So driving into Fredericksburg, it's like the normal peach stands. And then like you get closer, like, the peach stands become more elaborate. And now they're like barns. Yeah, and it's then they're it's like, like a truck, yeah, and then a tent, yeah, and then a barn, and then a barn, yeah. And it's like, it's it's a whole ass ordeal, yeah. like, it's a big yeah. thing, you know. You can tell you're getting closer to the heart of where these fucking peaches are from, yep. Um, and so on the way in, uh, you know, Megan was driving, I, w- I was doing some work, but I was, hey, the next uh peach stand uh situation we come to, I want to pull over, like, I want to mm-hmm. get something. Mm-hmm. Take him in uh, for the weekend. We had how many of us were out there? Eight, eight of us. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, take him out to everyone for the weekend. So she pulls over the next one, and this lady says, "You know, they open it at eight a.m." Mm-hmm. And she said oh, by almost every day at 9 a.m. or every day by 9 a.m. They're out of peaches.
1: Did you ask like her how so many peaches like. they produce or like sell? So
0: um, she was talking about that to someone else. That was before um, I had chatted with her. Yeah. Um, and she said like their amount varies okay. by day because mm-hmm. like the standards of the peaches are extremely fucking like high. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's what these people are known for. Yeah. Um, and so. You know, I feel like it's not this monstrous amount. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, like it's definitely a lot. Yeah, I mean, I saw the um, like they had like tables set up where all of their um, like wooden crates of okay peaches yeah. yep, go. Yep, and <laughs> there were like eight tables, four tables, like back to back, like mm-hmm. set up, and mm-hmm. that was like full of peaches at eight a.m. Wow. Okay, so yeah. like. It's a lot, but it's not like this overwhelming. Yeah. Amount. But like I it seems like people just come in and like buy the whole the crate, crate of peaches. I think you would. But yeah. then they go down to their tent. 50 <laughs> miles they down the road their, they and, their peach. and they flip their peaches I that's think that's why what
1: they're doing that's, that, I mean that makes sense that's why there's yeah. so
0: many stands I believe that's what's happening that here. makes sense and like how whenever we drive to Lake Travis there's like peaches from Fredericksburg yep you're you know, right all that stuff you're right yeah so I'm pretty sure that's what people are doing they're driving down there first yeah. thing in the morning getting these peaches bringing them back and selling them you know at a, what a 50 percent increase or whatever it is. yeah whatever it is I'm yeah. assuming so we pulled over and there were no peaches but there was <laughs> apple pie and there was peach cobbler Mm -hmm. and there was like this peach strawberry ice cream which was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever tasted in my life um so my weekend consumed of apple pie peach cobbler uh, a side of psychedelics and (laughs) way too much alcohol yeah holy (laughs) fucking quite a bit Consumed. So, Scott went to bed like at a good time. Scott Scott doesn't partake in some of the items I partake in, which is the night before good though. The night before Scott got fucked up. Yeah, she went to bed. I went to bed. At Unfortunately, I went to bed at we still had yet end. to find the time where they've aligned. Yeah, where they've aligned. We got to make it happen. But last night, uh, the time. bed the bedtime was a little bit past seven a.m. Man, was it worth it? <laughs> I tried tracking <laughs> along. I think I got to one. Yeah, you got later than that, didn't you? No, was I think it I one? think it was a little was after just a little after one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I tried. Dude, what a good time! It was. Was. What a good! We had a great fucking time. Oh, cool yeah. house, um, house, historic, was built like yeah, it was a historic landmark like, of uh, Fredericksburg. Yeah. Um, it was it, it was a really 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 cool place. Super cool, like pool and hot tub and you know all that stuff. Yeah, it, it, it was a great time with the squad. Yep. Um, the bed didn't last very long. <laughs> So we'll see if that uh, deposit comes back. I did. I did. In fact, break the bed. <laughs> we will leave. We will allow wandering minds to wander. Yeah. Use your imagination. <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> oh man. But today I want to talk to you about caffeine and this is something um, that I'm, I'm going to start. We're going to start. I'm holding myself accountable. We're going to start yep. these little segments on what yep. you need to know. We're going to cover something um, and I'll go pretty deep into the biology and the pharmacology, the pharmacokinetics uh, physiology of, items Mm -hmm. whatever they may be okay um i was telling scott obviously this is the first time we've done this and like man when you're trying to break down like these complex um systems items whatever they are and you try to like laminate them Mm -hmm. is that like
1: laminate laminate
0: like like layman yes can we laminize can we laminize Laminize. that's what we're gonna use yeah no laminate laminate. do, do, do laminate, (laughs) do people laminate things anymore I don't know. I don't know what you would laminate. Why would you laminate anything? I know. I don't think you would need to laminate anything anymore. Yeah, by that by <laughs> a picture frame. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Funny. That's <laughs> uh, some of the past. It's our childhood. Child That's to interesting. Our childhood. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really fucking hard to like break it down into extremely simple and easy to grasp terms to follow because I want you guys to understand this really deeply, but I'm also not like interested in giving full-on physiology classes here you yeah know, like I, I was reading I was
1: reading a small little article about it while Justin was taking his notes yeah and I had a question about every probably every science it's a term. lot yeah. it's a
0: lot to break down yeah isn't it and so like so like after you saw like you were on NCBI mm-hmm. and so like everything you read on there is like, what the fuck is that? So like what I'm constantly trying to do, even in my Instagram posts, so like Mm -hmm. when we make videos or like anything at all, like I'm trying to like put this into a generator and have it spit out the other side of like how a 10 year old can listen to this and understand how caffeine works. Oh yeah. You know, Um, and I also think, you know, I've talked about that before. I think that's what makes somebody somebody educated. There's two points to make someone truly educated. Number one, you can fight for and against all of your views and biases yep. Yep. so that you're very well ber- versed on both sides i can fight for and against training to failure i can fight for and against carb cycling i can fight for and against ped use all that stuff i think that makes you very well versed mm-hmm. number two I'm not impressed and no one's fucking impressed by people who just talk so far over your head. Yeah. And oftentimes I think people do that as like a big dick move. Oh, like yeah. I'm smarter than you and we all know it. So I'm gonna tell you about it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like this is cool, but like no one understands what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I don't really like I think that makes you look dumber. Well, you gotta know to your
1: audience. Person. Exactly. Your audience is probably not someone who
0: knows the same quality no. of education. You do. You're not talking to a whole bunch of fucking physiology majors. Yeah, you know who graduated at the top of their fucking class who worked uh, in the NFL. Like you're talking
1: to normal people. I wish I remember the word the the term already. Is it adenosine? Adenosine. Yeah. Like I had a question about adenosine. You explain like it's like ATP and all those other ones that have the variations of adenosine, but simplified, you just said just think energy.
0: So adenosine even today is simpler. Yeah. It's part of RNA. It's part of are So it's one of the building blocks of our life, yeah, for our entire fucking life. And I noticing always refers or commonly will refer to some sort of energy system, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like I was explaining to Scott, it's like everything in the body. W- once you really understand physiology to an extremely deep level, you realize kind of how simple everything is, mm-hmm. because everything works the exact same way, but just in its own. With its own intent and different intent throughout the entire body.
1: And then what I what I learned after going through it a little bit was that can be it it works in its own way. Yeah, but its own way can be altered in Mm -hmm. these various ways
0: if something is added to it. So there's items called first messengers, second messengers, and there's the first messengers like the main route. Yep. Okay. So you put in um you know house of gains yeah. on your navigation. Got it. And you know, you're you're driving there, you're driving house of gains, and one day you're driving house of gains and a road that you have to get on is blocked off. What do yeah. you do? You detour. Yep. You are out, you go somewhere else. Yep. That's what the second messengers are. Mm. So the first messenger is always the main route. Yeah. And the second messenger is all the other routes. Other than that, so like, there's not like first, second, third, fourth, fifth. There's like the main, and then there's like a shit ton of second messengers, because the second messenger is just what's the easiest path right now, sure, fastest way. So there is no third messenger, yeah, because the second messenger, we can have thousands of second messengers in the body. You want to take the next fastest
1: way? There's a toll on this one, yeah, because sometimes that happens too, right? In that in that pathway, something
0: happens, exactly, yeah. And so the second messenger varies hour out hour, minute to minute yeah just based on whatever homeostatic environment your body's in what you know levels of stress your bodies are wherever to, to simplify a little bit further not to try to like confuse anyone the first messenger is always the main the first messenger probably gets used 70 percent of the time mm-hmm. eh, 70 to 80. Mm-hmm. somewhere in there it's a very gray area so i don't want everything here to be taken extremely black and white This also depends on so many physiological factors on how often first messengers use, second messengers use. Um, And these messengers are for any chemical pathway, any hormonal pathway, any energetic pathway. So like what we're talking about today just yeah. with caffeine. Yeah. It's like yeah. there's chemical messengers with it. Yep. The second messengers just come kick in whenever they're needed after that. Yeah. It's, it's just a simple detour. Yep. So very simple f- physiology uh, uh 101A there for you guys. <laughs> but let's talk about caffeine. What you need to know about caffeine. Number one. If you have like over 200 milligrams of caffeine every single day, you really got to stop. All right. Like. This like taking pre workout every single day. Honestly, like if you have to take pre workout every day to get it really excited for the gym, then you know I I think we need to reassess what our intent is. Like, yeah, we take pre workout often. Um, I mean, fuck, I think Megan and Savannah take it like every day. You know what? It's it's feel good. It's
1: like real ritualistic. Is that the right word? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's like the. You feel like that's, yeah, it's just part of your fucking ritual. Yeah. But like, that's what you do before Like it
1: like, like a Savannah or even myself. I don't take a drink that yeah. seems like calf, not caffeine, a uh, pre-workout. Yeah. It's kind of like you're not ready. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. And, but we've done it for so long. Exactly. That you've yeah. adapted to that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: like, I know, you know, Megan and Sav both like, take it every day. It's like part of their ritual. Yeah. Like if you pull calf, if you pull pre-workout away, their workouts are so be really fucking good, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think that's important because a lot of people like start just relying on fucking stimulants, like it amped up and fired up for the gym. And it's like, man, if being in here and making progress and improving, doesn't amp you up and fire you up, then I'm just not real sure, yeah. you know, what does amp you up and fire you up. Yeah. And so like, let's be smart with our caffeine use. There should definitely be days of the week that you just don't really have any, or honestly, like if you're just having like one cup of coffee a day, like you're fine, Like you're going to be all right there. How much is um, in a cup of coffee? Commonly anywhere from 60 to 90.
1: 200 is a lot. Very
0: commonplace is 80. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 200 is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 200 is pretty decent amount. Um, We start getting like the three to five hundreds, there's issues. Because also, what happens here? Well, caffeine Uh, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Okay, let me explain some other items first, and then I'm going to get to that item. Um, So number one, how does caffeine work? It blocks PDE, which is a chemical that is um, essentially it breaks down a second chemical messenger. So PDE is something that allows um, energetic pathways or chemical pathways or hormonal pathways to be easier accessible. Okay, but. P.D.E. commonly breaks down C.A.M.P. and c what C.A.M.P. Is, is. It's like the main second messenger um, like in the body. It was it was the first one really discovered. C.A.M.P. was the first second messenger ever discovered. Well, that's kind of confusing. It was the first, second messenger. <laughs> the CMP was the, the was the first, second messenger ever. And actually, when researchers discovered CMP, they thought that was the only second messenger in the body. And now they know there's thousands and thousands and thousands of them. Um, so with PDE blocked, caffeine's effects are prolonged. If PDE wasn't blocked, caffeine would essentially be in and out. So sometimes there's people who, remember we've talked about Hyperresponders, mm-hmm. hyporesponders, and non-responders. Um, people who don't really get effect from caffeine, PDE isn't being blocked. That mm-hmm. PDE chemical mm-hmm. isn't being blocked. If that's not blocked, none of caffeine's effects can be exhibited anywhere in the body, physiologically, in the nervous system. Uh, there's there's not gonna be any. Yeah. Um, so the PE, the blocking of the PDE chemical is a huge, huge, huge item here that caffeine first goes in and does right away. So PDE does not always respond to caffeine. If you're someone who you just like don't fucking feel jittery, amped anything on like any amount of caffeine, that's why that's happening. Uh, More likely than not, because PDE is just not getting blocked. Someone who responds very, very, very strongly to caffeine, extremely responsive to caffeine. Uh. PD is probably getting blocked at a much higher rate than what's considered normal. Remember, there's always going to be outliers in every group here. So what happens after caffeine starts kicking in? Well, one of the first response is uh, norepinephrine is activated in the heart. So it's released. Whenever this is released, epinephrine is released as well. And so now we have an upregulation in two hormones that act as stimulants to Your entire life, your heart, your nervous system, both respond to these. This increases the rate and force of muscular contractions, though. So this is where caffeine is extremely beneficial before training. Caffeine literally increases the rate of how many muscular contractions you're having and the force of which those muscular contractions output. That's pretty fucking cool, huh? But... As soon as these chemicals kick in, the epinephrine, the norepinephrine, as soon as they kick in, fight or flight Mm -hmm. right away. What is fight or flight? Well, you're not in a parasympathetic state. You're in a sympathetically driven state at this point. So when you have too much caffeine, you stay in a sympathetically driven state. This is something I work on with clients so freaking much. They come to me, they have these digestion issues, and their recovery is not very good. Uh, they're always bloated or constipated or you know whatever it is. And they're, they have feelings of fatigue, all of these items. And then you ask them about their caffeine intake, and they have caffeine every single day in copious amounts. Well, we have out-caffeinated ourselves and put ourselves into a sympathetically dominant uh, life. And so you're having a hard time getting into that parasympathetic state. So with too much caffeine use and prolonged caffeine use this is what happens this is why we have to take days off from having caffeine. Um, honestly, like throughout the week, I probably have caffeine like twice. I'm drinking a cup a day a cup a day that's I'm good yeah, yeah I mean you're good you're like if yeah. you just do a cup a day like you get like anywhere from 69 I try to be careful well, the good. having the raw
1: pre-workout yeah the pump that's been helpful because there's no caffeine no in that. caffeine in it but it ha- try, those energy dope. drinks man dude I'm I'm dude. looking I'm kind of stacking up a list so we can yeah. talk about it of how yeah. much caffeine is actually
0: in these drinks. Oh my goodness! I yeah. can't wait to hear this. Don't is it rain? I think rain has like 300 milligrams. Bro, bang has 300. Bang. bang, bang. I think rain and bang both do. I'll rain think, and bang. I'll, rain, bang. <laughs> rain, bang, baby. i it yeah. yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, that is a lot of fucking caffeine
1: <laughs> in a in like drink, in one drink, in one can, in one
0: can. Yeah. Holy shit! Uh, rain is 300. Rain is three hundred. Okay. Yeah. So we're in this fight or flight response. We force body into overdrive with your heart rate, with your oxygen delivery, with your blood pressure. But here's the issue: the elimination half life ranges between one and a half to nine and a half hours. All right, one and a half obviously a low end, nine and a half a high end. Somewhere around the five six range is you know pretty common. So if you wake up and you have a cup of coffee in the morning, ten a.m. comes another cup of coffee. Go to the gym, pre-workout, 200 milligrams. So your cumulative total of caffeine throughout the day was like maybe 360, you know, 400, somewhere in there, which is number one too high. But a bigger issue is the entire fucking day you put yourself in a sympathetically driven state. This isn't good. This is one of the reasons why I fucking hate caffeine on show day. When my clients mm-hmm. do not have caffeine on show day. Like, you're already cranking. Your adrenaline's already pumping. Like, we're in a we're we're in a fight or flight state. It's gonna be tough to get a pump. It's gonna be tough to digest your food. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tough to go to the bathroom. Guess what's really fucking important on show day? All of those items. <laughs> caffeine also, um, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more later. It's later on in my notes. But another big item on show day with caffeine is there's a sodium potassium pump, um, the feedback loop that we always want to obviously close to a bodybuilding competition, want to keep in our favor. Well, caffeine forces potassium uh, acute potassium levels to decrease. This isn't good. We're getting rid of potassium because we have caffeine in our body on show day. Well, we need that potassium to help us pump up for the show and to help keep us in a, uh, you know, homeostatic balance with our electrolytes. That's not good. That's not a good place to be. So I don't like caffeine on show day. Um you know, like we talked about in the last fucking uh wh- whatever that podcast was, it's like we talked about, man. If you really need fucking caffeine to get you excited on fucking oh, show, yeah. day, holy fuck, we need yeah. to pick up knitting. Like we, we dude, like you should wake up fire the fuck up. But numerous physiological factors play into the elimination half-life. Um uh, pregnancy, um, birth control, um, uh, body fat percentage. Uh, Lean body mass. Um, So lots of values at play here. How hydrated you are. um, How much sodium intake you have. All these items play into the elimination half-life of caffeine. But like I said, you see why so many people are stuck in this sympathetically driven state. Because they're dosing caffeine all throughout the day. And they don't think they're having very much. But the cumulative total is pretty high. But the bigger issue is all day they're in this fight or flight response mode. All day their heart rate's high. All day their blood pressure's high. All day they have this increased oxygen delivery. All day they have these items. And that's pulling away from recovery. It's pulling away from rest. It's pulling away from digest. It's pulling away from peace. It's pulling away from meditative environment. It's it's pulling away from so many factors. And then you take it, and you accumulate you adjust so now you need more caffeine to feel it and you accumulate and adjust now you need more caffeine to feel that's not the answer the answer is tapering it how we cycle carbohydrates why not cycle caffeine why not do five days on two off i mean that's a great that, that's a great way to mitigate four three mm-hmm. you know any of those items only have caffeine on days you absolutely need it yeah caffeine makes you feel dope like dude like no one doesn't love that feeling. Yeah. Of, like unless you have like unless you're extreme hyper responder caffeine, yeah, yeah, you yeah. start fucking going nuts on like it, a, like a cup of coffee out. in the morning. Like Dude, that's a good little boost. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're dial the fucking before work. we do these. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Usually like that's where uh, like I would say 90 percent of my caffeine intake comes from like before we do podcasts. Yeah. Um, like That's just when I have it um but it makes you feel good it makes you it makes you more social it makes you be able to thrive in societal environments um you know decreases your reaction time mm-hmm. um like you're sharper you're more on it but all these effects can also go away with prolonged use and i think a lot of people keep chasing this like high if you will sure and did
1: you already talk, uh, talk about the half-life
0: yeah 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 one and a half nine and a half so the normal is like five to six yep but that's that's like people are constantly chasing this. Yeah. and was chasing that. and that's such a huge problem. That's not the right way to fucking go with caffeine. Um, one cool thing about caffeine is caffeine does increase the flow of free fatty acids. So, you wake up, you, you have caffeine, um, you know, before you do like fasted cardio like caffeine yohimbine or something like that. You can have a really good effect on, you know, free fatty acids, but this sum I'm going to do at the tail end of a prep. Um, where I'm like actually going to have caffeine in there. Uh, like we're trying to get that last little bit off. Caffeine and yohimbine? Yeah. That's got to be kind of intense. So so you know like you feel pretty intense on yohimbine. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I feel nothing. Yeah. Savannah so did too. Well first time. Yeah. Well I think once you acclimate. Yeah. It's okay. I so I never f- have felt anything on yohimbine like in terms of jittery or yeah. like stimulated. It was
1: more like it was more the si- a similar focus of stimulation
0: yeah. than anything. I definitely feel super focused. Yeah. yeah. With yohimbine. I think that kind of is what helps me get into such a meditative state yeah during my walks is mm-hmm. with that you like the amount of focus is intense yeah but yeah um caffeine you him being powerful nice combo um there's a very po- it's not as popular anymore uh but it's an ecy stack or an ecay stack um and it's a fat burning stack kind of used um you know throughout contest preps um and and it, 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 incorporates caffeine and being in there. Man, that shit just makes you feel so cracked out though with, <laughs> with like, with all the components of it. It honestly always makes me feel cracked out. Um, so this is something that Scott was just learning about a little bit before and he's reading on caffeine, something you guys might not know. 70 80% of caffeine is not the active, is not what's active um, inside the body. So, understand 99% of caffeine gets absorbed and utilized in utilizing the body, but 70 80% is converted into paraxanthine. And paraxanthine is just another um, adenosine antagonist, which is what caffeine is as well. Uh, but paraxanthine is um, like, that's what builds up over time. The caffeine doesn't really build up or compound in the body. Perixanthine does. And that's where the, you know, withdrawal effects come from. That's where the, um, like the need to increase or taper your dosage comes from.
1: Um, and and from what I understood, right. Your caffeine goes in converts to perixanthine. Yeah. The rest becomes waste and you just, yeah, but just the rest eliminated. is,
0: well, so, so the, the only like 1% becomes waste got it so about 20 to 30% of the caffeine stays as that caffeine metabolite yeah and it's all used it's all very bioavailable got it somewhere along the road the body decided that breaking this down into paraxanthine is easier or converting it to mm-hmm. paraxanthine mm-hmm. is um more seamless mm-hmm. or more uh, just better for, more convenient it, for more the body. convenient for the body Yeah, yes yeah. essentially you know all it is yeah um so the paraxanthine buildup that's what causes the the tolerance and the withdrawal and this is with prolonged usage if you just like again if you just have caffeine here and there you don't really need to worry about this buildup but we don't want adenosine antagonists to be built up in the body Adenosine is one of the building blocks of your body in your RNA. And now we're going to build up something that's an antagonist of that. An antagonist is an opposer. So this is that
1: post-lunch crash. Yeah. That we're talking about, is. right? The, Every the ca- day
0: I'm tired at 1 p.m. The
1: caffeine yeah. is the the temporary boost. It is. And then after, your lunch, after lunchtime, you're just kind of drowsy yeah and that's what's happening and you're tailing off yeah
0: 100 so then you look for that next dose of caffeine but then you crash again at night exactly and and you know that's what we try to mitigate and that's why we try to just use caffeine when it's actually needed not just because you want to use it when it's actually needed one of the great sides of caffeine again it increases the rate of force and production at the muscular level Get you dialed the fuck in. You can focus like no other on it. But as Scott and I talked about before this podcast, like with anything there's an opposite and equal reaction. So, man, yeah, caffeine, like, the pros are so cool and good and great and awesome. Like, dude, we fucking love that shit. Yeah. But, like, the cons are like, oh, man, it can really stick you in a sympathetic state. Mm-hmm. It can make it really fucking hard to go to sleep and have deep sleep. Mm-hmm. It can make it really difficult for melatonin to release off at night. Yeah. It can make it really hard to, or really easy to to have a cortisol dump in the middle of the night. Yeah. It can make it really fucking, it, it, it can, it can uh, contribute to insulin resistance. Yeah. You know, like, there's the- Items here that just aren't, you know, uh, what we want. They're not beneficial for yes, us. They're antagonists. They're, they're literally antagonists. Yeah, to what we yeah. want. The yeah. the
1: bridge example was cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like that a lot. So, so I'll, I'll, let me tell you a little bit about the bridge example. So, caffeine, um, it can downregulate a lot of chemicals, uh, hormones from the nervous system that are very op- that are needed for the nervous system to have optimal output. Well, obviously this isn't something we want and how your body essentially views this is we're having this caffeine and caffeine is a stimulant. So it stimulates all of your nervous system responses, your audio, your visual, um, your work, your reaction speed, all, all, all of these items are so upregulated when we take caffeine. Okay. But you know, the brain like has a system here. And the brain has the nervous system is very advanced and developed, and it has a way that it likes doing things. So if we keep taking caffeine and we keep relying on caffeine for us to, you know, be in this state of mind, your nervous system responds. Your nervous system starts understanding, all right, you know, every single day we're going to use this stimulant to get by. So I don't need I, I can hold off on releasing these hormones back here because the stimulant is what you're gonna to use to, you know, do what we needed these items to do here. Mm-hmm. And it essentially desensitizes our hormonal response at the nervous system level, our with nat- prolonged our, use. Our natural hormone response. Our, nat- our, our natural hormone yep. response. Okay. So like, how I explained to Scott was, so I have this bridge, I have this perfectly fine bridge, and it does the job very well. And it, you know, it does a damn good job. But every single day, You know, at 10 a.m., I bring in the second element of this bridge that makes the bridge, you know, so much better and so much cooler and bigger and badder Mm -hmm. for one point five to nine hours. Or a mean of about five to six hours. But what happens once that five, six hours is over, that component of the bridge is now gone. And now we what we need to happen is the normal bridge to return. Because normal bridge does the job perfectly fine. So we can only get this enhanced bridge for five, six hours. Well, if we just have this enhanced bridge every single day, five, six hours, eventually the normal bridge that we have there, it's just not going to return. And now what do we have? Now we just have five to six hours of a fucking bridge. What the fuck, we get out of that? You have, you have half a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> you have half a bridge. Like, yeah. what, what can we get out of five, six hours? Yeah. Because what your nervous system's doing is enhancing for a whole 24 and it's planning for an entire 24. But we constantly replace and we constantly tell the nervous system, ah, you know, I don't need those things because I got this caffeine in here.
1: So our body's becoming. Just adapted. Um, it's it. dependent.
0: Yeah, yeah, dependent. Yeah, dependent on it. Yeah. Adapted. It. It's not dissimilar from again, like I, you know, talked with you about before the pod. Um, testosterone replacement therapy. Oh yeah. yeah. Like you take testosterone, and your body stops producing its natural testosterone because it understands that you are supplementing with testosterone like, inside this of is it. Coming. Yeah. So it does not need to produce that but Mm -hmm. when it gets called upon again you know it can start back up and you hope that it'll start back up as well as you know as as well as you you, we would like it to yeah so so
1: with the prolonged use of anything like that so under the under the caffeine example is when you that's when you cut off that caffeine and your body's expecting that enhanced bridge yeah but it's not there but
0: it's not there and now it's nowhere to be found yeah and now again Like this is when adrenals are commonly worn down Mm. and understand (laughs) adrenal fatigue is not real, please. Oh my God. That was such a big thing in the industry for like three fucking years, all this adrenal fatigue shit. And it's like your HPTA access doesn't get tired. It's not possible for your adrenals to, Get tired. like like, like, t- t- like tired's not really like, in, <laughs> like this isn't i think you're getting sleepy this isn't real you here getting tired? <laughs> you, need a you need to take a nap yeah <laughs> you, isn't some a co- you thing. need some coffee <laughs> there's just down regulation it's just like like metabolic damage was this huge you know catchphrase yeah that doesn't exist interesting that's not reality yeah and like adrenal fatigue it's not reality mm-hmm. like these are all based in these mythological like like None of them are basic. This is this is
1: that science person who's talking over their head.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they're trying to complicate shit so fucking far. Yep. So, um, caffeine promotes lipolysis via active activation of a number of lipases, with a release of free fatty acids and glycerols. Glycerols, carbohydrates. All right, uh, broken down carbohydrates, free fatty acids. Those are from triglycerides, which are stored in the body. All right. When triglycerides are released into the bloodstream, they are now a free flowing fatty acid. So with caffeine, understand the best way to utilize it is utilize it when it's needed. The best way to utilize it is by cycling its usage as well. We don't want to just Constantly pound and pound and pound away. That's how we get gut issues. That's why we can't poop. That's why our stools aren't are, are, are loose or are off or are different or weird. That's why we get tired every single day at the exact same time. This is why I mean, dude, I mean you can go as deep into caffeine uh reliance from your body as there's downregulation of thyroid activity due to it. There's suppression of sex hormones due to prolonged usage. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, abusing anything's bad. Yeah. I, I made that Instagram post about that. Is there's it's a U curve. One side of the U curve, no benefit. Mm-hmm. Directly in the middle, optimal benefit. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the U curve, we're overdoing it. Mm-hmm. With caffeine, it falls in that line as well. Same as water, same as PEDs, same as training, same as fucking having sex, like the same with psychedelics, like any of these items fall in this euchre. Nothing's bad. Nothing's good. Caffeine's not bad or good. Caffeine's good is really good. And the bad is pretty tough as well. I don't mind my clients having caffeine. Um, if you have it every day, I would like it to be, you know, with intelligent use, like what Scott and I are talking about here, like a cup of coffee a day, more than enough. Mm-hmm. The only reason you think you need more is because you forced your body to thinking that it needs more. You forced reliance upon yourself because you kept chasing this high and this high and this high and this high. I mean, that's like how drug addicts work. Yeah, and caffeine's just another drug.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. constantly
0: chasing that high,
1: and they're so easy to drink right now. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and you're pushing it harder and harder and harder, and it's more uh, you know available than ever. I mean, it's right fucking in front of you. It's at every single checkout at a fucking gas station. Like, oh yeah, you can't miss it. It's promoted all over Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's you know everywhere you look, like there's caffeine containing items in there but you know my job here is to report the truth and like the full truth and like we never yeah. you know we, we we never see the downside of caffeine
1: you want to hear these numbers i would love to hear you want to guess them uh yeah yeah okay let's do yeah. that let's do all it. right those zero calorie monsters that savannah and megan love oh boy is so it I, I have a range because it's okay hit or miss okay. 16 ounces how much Sixteen ounces 200 between 120 and 200 wow okay that's a lot that's Three, a lot 3d everybody. 16 ounces of 3d
0: 3D, that's Guzman's. Yep, I feel like it was probably a little bit higher, so I'm gonna say like 250. 200, 200, okay, yeah, 200 in every single
1: 3D. Yep, okay, 16 ounces. The disclaimer I got this off of a caffeine content website, okay, so it's it's, you can search anything you want. It's I don't know if anybody's tested it or not, okay, so I'm assuming these are some assumptions as well in here. Yeah, bang, we said it was 300, yeah, okay, rain, I looked was
0: 300, 300, Red Bull. 150.
1: Range from eighty to one fifteen.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's depend, much better.
1: Depending on the can. Yeah, okay. A five hour energy. In two, it's two ounces.
0: Oh fuck. In two ounces? Man. Yeah. I mean, how much can you really like a hundred? Can you that fit? shot is in two that's a two ounce shot? A hundred? Two hundred. Two hundred? They fit two hundred milligrams According according to shot? this again, yeah. Bro, that's bonk. That's a lot.
1: Your your monster can. In oh that my five gosh. hours about the same, dude. That's wild. Yeah, that's intense.
0: That's yeah. a lot of fucking caffeine.
1: Dude. Yeah, dude. I've seen so people like, crush those monsters. You see how easy this
0: is. Yeah, like you have one bang a day, yeah. and you're far over where you need to be. With and you probably caffeine. took pre workout that day too. And, yeah, or you use that as your pre workout, or you have you know other items, or you know whatever. Yeah, like man, it's really easy to compile five hundred milligrams of caffeine a day. Five hundred yeah. milligrams of caffeine a day is going to cause issues mm-hmm. again. I mean, I've talked about so many times on this podcast, like what being a sympathetically driven state entails. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where you're going to be. As a competitor, someone looking to optimize recovery, again, there's a U curve. What are we getting out of this caffeine? Well, we're getting enhanced training. We're also getting the possibility of diminished recovery, depending on your usage, depending on how you choose to utilize this. Um, so, you know, caffeine pros and cons when used right, like anything. It is awesome. Caffeine is completely absorbed uh, in the body, 99% within about 45 minutes. Um, Primary mechanisms for similar activity are blocking of adenosine receptors and the inhibition of PDE, which we talked about in here. Um, Caffeine is metabolized and utilized in humans as perixanthine predominantly. Like I said, only 20-30% of caffeine stays caffeine. Um, with repeated caffeine dosing, and what repeated caffeine dosing is categorized at is averaging two hundred milligrams. I'm sorry, averaging one hundred and fifty milligrams of caffeine a day. Wow. That's not a lot after, compared to these yeah, drinks. After what Scott just read off, yeah. that really puts it into perspective. Um, Perixanthine contributes to the development of tolerance and withdrawal symptoms. Um, and, you know, the caffeine clearance rate, yeah, there's a huge range, 1.5 to 9.5 hours environmental physiological factors, um, contribute to this stuff. Uh, so you don't really know where you're at in that range and like repeated caffeine dosing throughout the day is going to drive you into a sympathetically driven state. This isn't a good place to be. Your sleep's going to be really poor. Honestly, like your entire quality of life is just going to be bad. Like we should be in a sympathetically driven state when we're at the gym. The rest of the day, Mm -hmm. like we should be pretty parasympathetic.
1: Yeah. That's a goal to optimal recovery. I mean,
0: that's why I made calm. Yeah. That's why I formulated calm the way that it is, is for us to be in a parasympathetically driven state throughout the entire day.
1: The most ultimate parasympathetic state is sleep.
0: Exactly. Right. It is. Yeah. So, um, one item I recommend here, you're listening to this and you're like, shit, I'm having too much caffeine. <laughs> I need to do something about this. Um, Revive has an adrenal support supplement that is really, really, really good. Um, it's, I, I think New Ethics has a good one as well, um, but I think it's pretty highly priced. Mm. Revive as an adrenal support supplement is really fantastic. First, we need to be under 150 a day. Um, if you're someone who you've been pushing, 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 dude, honestly, Best way for you to reset, go cold turkey. I've had a couple of my clients do this. Just fucking stop drinking caffeine. Stop drinking caffeine, start taking Revive's Adrenal Support Supplement, and you're going to notice a huge fucking difference after, you know, yeah, there's gonna be five fucking days that aren't gonna be very fun, but you're the one who made yourself dependent on the caffeine. So we can quit cold turkey or we can kind of prolong it and just like allow yourself, you know, one cup of coffee a day. Um, we're still going to be able to kind of fix down, regulate, um, and resensitize with that. Um, but obviously nothing like just being able to go cold turkey with and not have it for a while. Um, and so I would, I would try that two, three weeks, either cold turkey or one cup of coffee daily, uh, take revives adrenal supplement. Um, and whenever I get over five caffeine doses a week, I'll start utilizing it. And you're going to notice a massive difference in your quality of life. You're going to notice you're going to be able to get back into a parasympathetic state. You're going to notice that your training sessions are much better. You're going to notice your recovery is much better. And it's not the magic of revive supplements or the adrenal supplement. It's The magic of allowing your body to fucking resensitize to being parasympathetically driven Mm -hmm. and giving your body what it needs, which is a complete reset, allowing your adrenals fucking rest because you know, the, the um, epinephrine and the norepinephrine. Those are made in, 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 I'm sorry, epinephrine is made in adrenals. Norepinephrine is actually made in the uh, uh, next to the pacemaker in the heart. But epinephrine comes from the adrenals. Um, And we need to be able They they need to relax. They need to be able to chill out. Like if you're constantly running on overdrive all the freaking time, bad things are going to happen. So chill out with the caffeine a little bit. It's not going to make or break you. It's well, it can't break you, but it definitely ain't going to make you. Um, And, and, you know, cut down on the reliance and you're going to have a much better overall quality of life. And I think you're going to see some really, really, really good results. Not just, you know, from your performance, everyone knows your digestion is better. Your sleep is better. Man, when you're digesting, your sleep is off. That just sucks. That's yeah, not it's not a fun fucking place to be. Yeah. Um.
1: I checked it out. Adrenal core is cheaper. Yeah. New ethics.
0: Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, get, get revives, adrenal supplement. Let's roll with it. Let's go. Um, help yourself out and start getting, you know, back into the right place. Um, if you're one of my clients and we're weaning off the, you know, we're weaning away from caffeine, I don't have you taking revives, adrenal supplement yet. There's a reason there's levels to this shit. <laughs> 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 well, we always trying to get by with at least That's my awesome. supplements, you know, yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, but you know, for people who, you know, might not have the same guidance or, you know, good enough guidance, mm-hmm. great place to go. Yeah. Come off or one cup of coffee day. Adrenal supplement. Boom. Yep. Done. You're good. So for episode 51, covering caffeine, I hope you learned something. I hope this helps. And as always, we love chatting with you. Thanks for tuning in. Give us five stars, share us on your stories, tag us in your posts. We appreciate you guys. We will see you next time.